Yeah. Picnic table set up right by the tailgate of the truck. Yeah. And it's like a tradition for some people to get when they get stupid drunk, jump out, boom, onto the table and bust it. We've seen plenty of fails. Sure. Especially like apparently with a lot of tailgaters, when the portable table is past its prime, that's kind of the way to quote ceremoniously send okay. it off. So that makes sense with past its yeah. prime. But if you're breaking a perfectly good table, that's like <laughs> this. All right, Andy, this, you're making too much sense. Listen, yeah. This poor guy. Listen, we're Bills fans, okay? So yeah. <laughs> I, I actually I want to say this poor guy, but. I, he sh- really should have known better. Yeah. He jumped up in the air onto the table. The table didn't give. He bounced off the table into the air and landed on his head. Wow. <laughs> oh. I, I, that's where the video cut, so I'm like, I hope he's not paralyzed. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It always makes you feel better when you make sure you don't see the pain. Yeah, if, they, if, they, yeah, if they get up and dust themselves off, that's, that's the right. real videos that's that I like. That's the thing. Folks, continue recording so you know people can see... That the majority of these people stand up, duff themselves Oh, no, the more they're the oh, wet rags laying on the pavement. <laughs> <laughs> Chances are if they've cut away, it's probably not great. Oh, yeah. my God. It's it, it's so hilarious when you see those Stop videos. with the whole Blair Witch shaky camera bullshit. <laughs> hold it straight. Oh, my God. Oh, and hold, hold the camera straight. horizontal, you monsters. Yeah, yeah really. Yeah. <laughs> we want to see people. Goddamn, uh, man. Kubrick <laughs> aspect ratio. Uh. Stop that. <laughs> Yeah, Matt needs job security. Keep jumping on tables. That's right. right. <laughs> Welcome, folks, to Geek Shock number 522. I am Master Torgo. 80s Jeff. Commander K. Fact check Dandy. Maple Leaf Matt. And we're here to talk. We're here to talk weekend geek. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, no, I decided to take out spaces out of every sentence I say, apparently. Oh, right. Well, that'll condense the running time. It might. Yeah. It probably won't. So we're not here to talk about Super Bowl? Damn it. Hey, I'm, <laughs> You're I'll, so excited. I can talk about it. I, I'll talk about it. I'll give you a little time if you want to sure? get it off your chest. I, honestly, no. I mean, I've been getting so much of it over the last couple of days. I just, I'm excited. My Kansas City Chiefs are in the Super Bowl. That's right. Show um, your support, folks. Wear red on that Sunday. I... Have waited my Sunday? entire life for them to make it to the Super Bowl. <laughs> We've got gotten that. so close so many times. <laughs> Thank and, you, Andy. You, you know, got, you guys stopped King Henry. That the, was impressive. yeah. The the last time they went was five years before I was born. So um, it was kind of nice. I got I called up my dad. I've dyed my hair in support and, of your team. Oh, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for those that can't see, well, actually, you put that up on the Shock Monkeys layer, right? Sure. Yeah. Okay. But those who might have missed last yeah. week's show, Stone yeah, Andy's pilot. Heads red. Uh, Michael Bisbing. Uh, who else? Let's see. Smash Mouth. <laughs> Pebbles. But, I mean, honestly, though, <laughs> if I can get serious for just a second, it nope. was it was really nice. Um, I called up my dad uh, right after as the game was ending, and we had a you know excited shouting match on the phone, as in you know celebrating. Um, I haven't ha- heard my oh, this dad. Is how it went. This is how I went. He picked up. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, no, it, it, exactly. Oh. That's what happened. And like, and we were just, you know, we were enjoying the moment. And it was on a personal level, it was really, really nice because I haven't heard my dad be able to be excited about something like that oh, in, nice. in the last year and a half. Because I mean, a lot of you know what has been going on in in my life, and you know, you know, my dad's been dealing with depression for. You know, the last two years plus. Probably more than that, yeah. Uh, it, yeah. So it was nice to see him actually excited about something 
um, and then you know be, be able to share in that for. with him. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know, hey, listen, listen. At the you end of the day, Patriots fan, fuck you. You're as pissed off. You couldn't beat the Tennessee Titans. <laughs> I remember the first time I heard the Titans existed. I was watching a Super Bowl, and it's like, where the hell these Titans come from? I've never heard of this team before. They, they were they it's were the for Oilers, a short right? time the, the Tennessee Oilers. Yeah. Oh. oh, they're the Oilers. Yeah, yes. they were the Houston Oilers. They moved to Tennessee, and then people were like, "There's not as much oil in in Tennessee." Well, there's as, Titans. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. That's right. Place is overflowing. Right. When I was in third grade, the giant o- god the, killers. The Oilers were my favorite football team. Really? really? Yeah. Earl Campbell uh, and the Chargers were my second one because I would at the uh, school the school, school store? store. Yeah, basically a school store. And they didn't have many notebooks, but they did have a notebook that had all the helmets of all the NFL teams that were of current. And I didn't know any of them, so I would cut all the little insignias out, and the Oilers... And I played Space Invaders with them. The Oilers was my my gun, gun at the sure, bottom. Yeah. The Chargers lightning bolt was my bullet. And oh, then everything funny. else was basically Space Invaders. Wow. And that's why the Oilers are my favorite because they They're were the my base. They were my gun yeah. to shoot the aliens. All your base are belong to us. Oh, wow. Oilers. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> So yeah, that, that's really all I have to say about that. It just it was it was something I you know well, it's got excited about. Um, boy oh boy, they better work on their run defense though. That fucker Mostart is a beast. Uh, yep. They stopped Henry, so we fine. I I I think it's just gonna be a, it's gonna be a good game all we'll the way see. around. Derek Henry is way better than that. We'll guy. We'll see. Oh oh wow. Yeah. Okay, you've heard it from he Mister Sports Sports. He is. <laughs> The guy <laughs> run through a brick wall and like shrug it off. He he like, sh- it should be Maple Sports Matt. All be- right, and five minutes is up, gentlemen. Yeah, what geeky say. things you do this week? <laughs> well, I watched the NFC Championship ah, game. <laughs> Good try, though. I too watched the <laughs> NFC Championship game and the AFC Championship game. Oh uh, God, um, I watched uh, the Outsider on HBO. The new Stephen based King. on the Steve- latest yep. Stephen King novel mm-hmm. of that series. Uh, I'm only two episodes in. Um, it seems very interesting. I'm, I'm not sure. I, I have not read the, the novel, so I don't... Is it a novel or a short story? It's a novel. Okay. Um, it's not Kevin not... Nash or Scott Hall from WCW? The Outsiders. No. Oh. I thought that uh, I always respected um, Ralph Macchio as Pony Boy. I thought that <laughs> that was... Stay golden, Pony Boy. That's Stay golden. Did you get that Oh, one. thank you. Yeah. Thank you very much. You got a round of applause from... Yeah. From Todd, yeah, you know. I, I don't think I, I didn't miss it. You were actually on there already. You just had your references were too far out there for them to get. Yeah. <laughs> See if uh, if if Bonzo was here. Sorry, what was it? Bonzo? Bongo? What the fuck was Bonzo? Bonzo the Beast? <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. He'd have got it. He's a wrestling guy. Anyway. <laughs> So two episodes in. Two episodes in. I'm I'm intrigued to see where they go. Uh, see if they can keep the uh, the the tone up. Um, yeah, I I'm liking it. Cool. I'm, I'm I'm interested with not without knowing the the full on story. What's it on? On HBO. HBO. Okay. So HBO. Yeah, I'm I'm Kaboom. interested in that. They gotta fill uh, that Watchmen slot. Yes. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Because apparently. That that whole story is weird this week with the whole is like we're doing a second season. No, we're not. Yes, we are. No, we're not. And then 
what's his name said no we're not then they're like no yeah Lindelof's like no we're not and they're like yeah no we're not I respect him for that yeah yeah so well he told the story he wanted to tell and he didn't want to expound upon it well where are you going to go from somebody walking on water yeah or not that would probably be the way to go if you're going to do the sequel she steps in the water and she's like Sploosh. She's like, fuck. <laughs> She's like, motherfucker. Credits. Yeah. <laughs> End of the you know, second that, season. That actually would, like, if they'd have gone to black and you just heard, fuck. <laughs> That well, would have been perfect or, because you don't know is she standing on is she yeah. saying fuck because she's standing on the water yeah. or because she fell in. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. would have been awesome. That would have been hilarious. That would have been hilarious. That would have been amazing. Fucker. Yeah. That would have I watched the entirety of Kipo and the Age of Wonder Beasts. Uh, bring that back again. What, what, did, huh? what did you watch? I watched the entirety of Kipo and the Age of Wonder Beasts. Kipo and Kipo. the Age of Wonder Beasts. Yes, I indeed. Have no Little, idea My Little Pony's not enough. He's now right. watching other girl anime yes. stuff. Is that what it is? It is essentially an animation. It's a oh Netflix original. Uh, it is a sen- It is if my son and my daughter and I all wrote a uh, yeah. animation. It's it's Kawaii Fallout with uh, with a with a Pollyanna uh, main character. Wow. Yeah. That's happening. Yes. That's going to take a lot to unpack. Yeah. And he's got a lot of again, that's a hell of a, hell yeah. of a title. It's, uh, the title is Kipo, here, Kipo and Kipo. the Age of Wonder Beasts. It's, uh, it's post-apocalyptic. Uh, the main character lives in a bunker and uh, comes out of the bunker. Oh, also a little bit of Kimmy Schmidt, too. There you go. Um, <laughs> Kimmy Schmidt. Which is anime. probably where the, where the Pollyanna stuff comes from. <laughs> and the Netflix stuff. Yeah. But... Um, <laughs> No, it's just it's this really charming little cute thing. It's it's and also commandy because there's like a whole bunch of mutants that are are the, a bunch of the the people they go up against are the the, the protagonists are the whatever they go against are like uh, mutated animals. The end. So there's like like the the yeah. mod the yeah. mod frogs. <laughs> okay. Then who are frogs that dress you know fastidiously. And then there's a, there's like a hummingbird race. There's a skunks and raccoons as, as there's one. There's a group. hummingbird race. Yeah, okay. they're hummingbirds. Like they this. race. It's like, on oh. your mark, get set, go. Oh, not a hummingbird now, race. Hummingbird no. race. A, it's race a race of featuring yeah, it's a race hummingbirds. Of mutated hummingbirds that talk. And <laughs> an event <laughs> yeah. featuring hummingbirds. Gotcha. No. no not an event. <laughs> what? I confused Jeff. Yeah, you did. <laughs> Anyways, it's still, it's out, the whole thing's on Netflix this first season. Uh, it's it's yeah. There's a cliffhanger at the end, and it's obviously aiming for a second season. You turn off your parental locks, otherwise you won't get it. Because <laughs> I'm kidding. It's cute as hell. <laughs> she, in the first episode, she she runs into a four eyed pig creature, and she goes, "I will catch you, and I will pet you." <laughs> All right, I, I, I pretty much I think sums it up. That does. Yeah. Well, you get enough booze in Andy, and Andy, he says that at parties. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> Uh, Andy and I, I've kind of kind of entered into this trash movie zone. Oh, fine. And I've been bopping around YouTube. Uh, first of all, I want to... Um, oh, shoot. What was the name? It's a YouTube channel. It, is it... I think it's Flix Connection. Could be Film Connection, but I think it's Flix Connection. It's this guy. He does really nice, quick reviews, and he'll do, like, uh, best 10 gory, trashy movies on Netflix or, you know, the whatever. And... Uh, he did like 20 movies on uh, uh, 20 bad good movies on Netflix and he was just going through trash movies 
And it's funny because I watched, Andy and I watched Officer Down. Officer Down. Officer Down. Uh, which, with, an e. with an E. Yeah. Uh, with, uh, yeah, D-O-W-N-E. And, because uh, <clears throat> Officer already has an E. But, um, um, unless, as does gentlemen. Unless it's like, you know, French, Officer. I don't know. But um, it's about this. Uh, Le officer. Th this <laughs> LAPD. <laughs> Dealing with uh, Lothicer, because, you know, the, the yeah, vowels, yeah. you got to. Yeah. Uh, the LAPD crime is so bad, they need a real badass cop to take care of crime. And so they have this one great cop, and they figure out a way to resurrect him. So he just goes into, like, drug houses and stuff and shoots everything up and gets shot up and killed. And then they bring him back and they resurrect him again. Oh, wow. And the movie Fuck RoboCop, that's much more uh, exactly, cost exactly. Yeah. And it's really funny because I was watching this, and uh, it's actually technically well made. It's technically nicely shot. You know, it's not Manos. It's not Plan Nine level. It's just dumb as fuck. It's 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 <laughs> and it, it it's funny in a context. It's a bad movie, but I'm watching this and I'm like, okay, I think I'm beginning to discover for myself the difference between. A bad movie and a trashy movie. Ah, and this movie is definitely trashy, um, but it's well made as a trashy movie. Uh, the lead guy—I I don't know if you agree with me—the the guy who played the rookie. Yeah, that kid was good. Oh, he was very good. He was very good. That was actually a good performance yeah. in this trashy B movie, schlocky, straight to video. Take every single. Many of the other actors were not as good. Yeah, that's true. And I think a lot of them were directed to go over the top. Mm. He he did it. I think he had over the top moments, but he did it well. Yeah. He just, this guy was good. And, uh, of course, the guy playing the, the officer uh, is, you know, typical, um, are you a cop? Yeah, you are. Do you believe in the law? Yes, you do. Now go out there, you know, and and it's really it, his gun. You would have loved his gun, uh, Matt. It's it, an eighty-eight Magnum. It was an eighty-five. Oh Jesus, eighty-five. You're right. Eighty-five uh, Magnum, and uh, double barrel. Double barreled, and it's a combination revolver and auto loader with a magazine. So he's got this revolver with this auto <laughs> with this banana clip magazine <laughs> coming right out in front of the, <laughs> the cylinder. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. It was just funny. And they're going up against, like, sexy nuns who are running drugs and... Gun running. Gun, um, the gun, gun, gun running, running nuns. Gun running nuns. And uh, the, the, the Zen master mm. who speaks in Chinese... Grandmaster Flash. Grandmaster... Zen Master Flash. Zen Master Flash. Zen Master right. Flash, who's a black guy but speaks in Chinese and... <laughs> and is dubbed badly. And, and about, about two minutes into his opening scene, he's like... Fuck subtitles, and then he's dubbed horribly. Uh, I mean, you know, he—it it was obvious that, like, in the shooting, it was just—he's uh, just moving his mouth, and then they would dub in his uh, his lines. Yeah. And it was—and the audio track was deliberately done, so it was very obviously that part was dubbed. I want to see this movie. It—it's funny because it's ridiculous, mm -hmm. but like I said. It's. I actually think it's well made. There are bits and pieces where they're dealing with some psychic shit, and the film, filmography, the 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 cinematography, what they're doing is actually kind of interesting. Now, at some point, 
probably six months ago, Kay and I watched the first five minutes of yes, this. Yes, we did. And I guess we weren't in the mood for it or we had to do something or whatever. Yeah. So like the reason we picked this out of the 20 films is like, well, we did start watching this one. Looks, we did start watching this one. We should see what we, what we missed. And, uh, yeah. and uh, yeah. we 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 remembered it because it opens with him going down on a woman and there's an actual orgasm counter with a bell going off. <laughs> so in the corner, you actually have orgasm counter. Bing! One, bing, two, bing, three, as the girl's like, oh, 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 you know, as he's doing his thing. And I think that was where I was kind of ready to check out. And Andy, <laughs> Andy, we pushed through for another minute, and then he checked out. But this time, we, we bolt we're through just, it. We're in the right mood. Yeah, and it was like, well, let's see where this goes. And then it goes right to... I guess if you don't know what you're getting into and... Yes. Your mind isn't set and ready for that. And it's funny because this reviewer dude did a good job of setting you up for it. Because be, the, the, the trailer thing, the Netflix, you know, check this out, did not mm-hmm. set this movie up very well. <laughs> we, we, I remember looking at it and being like, oh, this might be cool. And we watched the first five minutes and it was like, oh, yeah. Jesus. <laughs> but the list of 20 actually, and it is Flick, uh, flick Connection. Flick Connections. Flick this connection. guy is good. No, he does No S, no X, so it's Flick Connection. Okay, Flick Connection. He actually does, uh, he does a good, rapid presentation. He, he, he does YouTube well. So he isn't too wordy. He doesn't waste too much time with shit. That he, stupid YouTube voice? Yeah. Like, uh, well, he, you know, and then he goes really fast as he's talking, but it's also energetic and it keeps you enraptured. But he never repeats himself, so he just keeps going and gets into the point and then gets on to the next point. Well, so the next point... Actually, a point you made out is he does repeat himself when he's talking about the title of the movie. That's the other thing. He does what I want reviewers to that do. That sounds very like we, Movie Bob, where he's he talks yes, fast and yes, excited. Yes, he, he's but, not as fast as Movie Bob, okay. but he's there. He's got a high-energy presentation. But he also says the fucking movie. He also actually puts the name of the movie on the bottom while he's talking about it. So he'll be going on for two minutes about this movie, and it'll, you know, Officer Down will be listed. But he will also say the thing about Officer Down is da-ba-da-ba-da-ba-da-ba-da. So if you're going to watch Officer Down, he repeats the title more than once because i can't stand reviewers who talk about something and then say it or this movie or this book for the rest of their review and if you blinked you have no idea what the fuck they're talking about that's why halfway through and like make sure you hit that smash that like button down (laughs) there and hit the bell and well he does do that that. he actually the actual title that we watched was 20 gloriously graphic netflix movies you should watch tonight he did i don't have time for 20 movies yeah he (laughs) (laughs) he did a sex uh, scale a uh, um, uh, sex violence and blood I yeah think. blood scale oh and sex, then, bu- sex blood and bullets sex it blood says and bullets it right there on your phone and his the, yes, it's it funny because his sex <laughs> marker is a little eggplant <laughs> you know that's 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 what the kids are doing now so it was but it was it was really the good sweaty eggplant emoji the white <laughs> eggplant emoji yeah so um so check out flick connections because I or flick connection. Flick Connection. Flick Connection, because this guy's rapid-fire reviews. He does quick 10, 15-minute 10, bites, and, and he, he, he gives a good imp, imp, uh, uh, review, good impression of what he's talking about. And Officer Down, if you're looking for trash, mm. there you go. Because yeah. I, I, I've been looking at other stuff like some of the truly bad movies they have like on Amazon. 
where they they got you know the all the the, the asylum films. Yeah, your I actually watched a YouTube thing. Your or Gore, which is better? And it's about the movie Gore and the movie Your <laughs> and Hunter from the Future, <laughs> really? and it com- wow. side by side comparison, which is funny because both of those, it's not only trash but it's bad mm-hmm. because they're badly done. Yes. But I, the, the thing that I, the, the respect I have for Officer Down is I feel convinced watching it, what the director and the production staff had in mind in their heads, they got on the screen. Because one of my definitions of like bad filmmaking is they obviously didn't realize what they were thinking. You know, whatever they had in mind when they made that scene or when they came up with that scene, when they finally filmed it, that that wasn't it. They 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 tried and they they missed. Their budget didn't match their ideas. Yeah, like yeah. sort of like you know you can look at Manos and believe. I can't believe that's what was in his head, but I can believe that was all that he could get out for the rest of the world to see. Yeah, that's and it was a good a, description of that movie. It, it, there was it was a it was a comment uh, that Eric Clapton once made about art because he was playing on something on the guitar and he's like one of the things about being a real artist is mastering the technique of getting what's in your head out into the world and so well goodness knows some of the the independent films i worked on you know the first half of the film is really good and then suddenly you run out of money and the second half of the film is like uh well maybe we can cut out this page this page this yeah. page this page that's why you film it out of order that's right uh, <laughs> uh, it's it's worse <laughs> film the second half first it's yeah. worse when you are shooting you know non-chronologically like you normally do right. but yeah there, there were some times where we cut out giant chunks of a movie that just made no sense. Don't fit in the and budget, it was, baby. It was worse for me when I'd sit down in the editing bay and then the director's like, okay, so we'll do this. And it was like, oh, and where's this scene? Like, we cut that scene. You cut that on the set because we didn't have money to shoot it. Oh, right, right, right. Well, how, how are we going to bridge these two? I'm like, I don't fucking know. You're the director. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me. <laughs> we'll fix it in post. Right, Jeff? <laughs> <laughs> we'll fix it in Jeff. Yeah. Your description of Officer Down reminds me of a trailer I saw for a new movie coming up called Guns Akimbo. You seen a trailer for this Holy thing? Holy saw the name. I haven't looked at the I trailer I love yet. the name, though. Yeah, it's, uh, it's the guy that played Harry Potter. Radcliffe? Uh, Radcliffe yeah, yeah, Daniel stars Radcliffe. Daniel Radcliffe about a dystopic future in the city where there's basically a Mad Max kind of things that happen, whereas... Everyone tunes in to watch this show because two people are going to kill each other and they don't know who they are. Okay, now I've heard about that. Yes. And so everyone watches that show and the winner of that match is going to be paired up against somebody in the city and they don't know who they are. And so uh, Daniel Radcliffe wakes up to guns physically bolted into his hands because he's the next player. Bolted? Oh, wow. Yeah. Bolted. So it's mm. so it is a over the top uh, bullet hell comedy, and it looks and nice. super stylized and looks like a lot of fun. So when you're mentioning that, I'm like, eh, that's kind of sounds like a Kimbo. Might be, might be, might might be less guns of Kimbo. No guns, a Kimbo. Oh, <laughs> a Kimbo is like the gunfighter position. Yeah, okay. yeah you know, yeah. wide open legs, big crotch forward. Yeah, that yeah. one. Yeah, ready for the. Bl- oh, never mind. Um, Somebody. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> um, I like the evil side eye you just got there. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. He just God, he, 
He really fucking hates that. <laughs> I do. Because it's not the truth. But <laughs> believe what you want. Well, I like how it's important to you. There's only one person in the world that's important to, and <laughs> she's not going to do it. <laughs> wow. Okay. Wow. I want to go on record as officially stating that's not where I was going with that. <laughs> I know, but it's it's this fucker right here. <laughs> oh boy! Oh god! <laughs> One of these days, Andy's gonna make himself laugh so hard he's gonna have a stroke. Well, almost happened this afternoon. <laughs> we were playing. Oh that. god! <laughs> that was. Oh, funny. you're serious? Uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. We were playing. Uh, we were playing Call of Duty Zombies. Yeah, and uh, I went down into the one of the standard like. One of our if you if you get the monkeys you're good. Mm-hmm. The monkeys are a uh, symbol monkey that's chat. loaded with uh, explosives. Right, so okay. they're a distraction, and it gives you a ch- second to catch up and do whatever you need to do. I went down. I need to be revived, and I'm like, throw a monkey, and and he did. <laughs> and I, I turned around and I just <laughs> threw it and boink boink boink. Like, Not at me. You <laughs> <laughs> go to Andy's screen, and there's this giant fucking symbol monkey on your screen, just going doink doink doink, bouncing like. <laughs> 60 to 70% of the screen was symbol monkey. <laughs> I thrown it on his chest. <laughs> so all the zombies are around Andy. I can barely get through to revive him. I have to throw another one. <laughs> but it was just so... No, not on me! And we just fucking spent the remainder of the game laughing our asses off. Oh, that, that does sound funny. It was like the time I got in the lava. And I'm like, Andy, help me! And I forgot the key part of getting out of crawling out of the lava so andy comes running over and he's standing in the lava reviving me and all of a sudden i hear andy go yeah this ain't gonna work (laughs) (laughs) so yeah this ain't gonna work is another one of our catchphrases uh uh so in 1917 yeah ah like matt you enjoyed it yes uh i don't know if i enjoyed it like matt oh yeah <laughs> Keep talking. Weirdly, no, no, you, didn't, you haven't seen it, and you haven't seen it. I have not seen it. No. I did enjoy it. And, and weirdly, Kay and I didn't go to see it together. We saw it separately. Yeah. So. I know it's strange to you folks. Get yes. Well, no. I mean, of, the, of the five of us, often we'll see movies together. Or yes. We'll, but, but yeah. But we're all seeing this movie one, one at a time. You two aren't going to see it together. <clears throat> yeah. Probably not. So have surprises. Very schedules. Uh, well done. Nicely done. Uh, they do. It's no. It's no spoiler to say they do it in a form of master shot. Uh, and there are places where you can see how they obviously broke it up, but it's still impressive because yeah. you're still getting minutes at a time. It is relentless and takes. incredibly violent. And yeah, it is. It's it's World War Two at its worst. One, One. Uh, World War One. So oh, that's even worse. Wow. Yeah, even worse. And uh, they they resolved the trench gun issue. Yeah. Okay. You know, so. British. But anyway, <laughs> we'll we'll just stop there. Yeah. But um. Yeah. <clears throat> Worthwhile. Oh, absolutely. 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 I mean, um it's a it's a good story. Uh but uh and Harrowing. I think it, it does better than a lot of World War One movies. There's not many though. There's not many though. World War One movies. So I was yeah, trying to think you know, when you when you talk about World War One, you almost go back to like all quiet on the Western Front or uh, the Kubrick one with Kirk Douglas, um, Spartacus. 
Um, <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, they had they had the Spartan unit in the uh, yeah. British British uh, regimental long rifles of the forty second. They're the Spartans. They come running yeah. out. I forget the title of that one, but so this one was a, a bit of a change in terms of. The dreamers are like, what the fuck's running? Yeah, I haven't Shield seen men. War Horse, so I don't know about that one. I mean, just because it is essentially Passion running. Passion a good one too. Passiondale. Yeah, this is running as the um, with the with the one shot with the master shot. We're saying that first set has to be astounding. I mean, the the opening set they're Pounds in the trenches board. and you follow them through the trenches forever. I mean. You can see transitions where they go into a room and it gets dark and they come, you know, they did that. But still, they come out of that same room into the same trench and go down the trench further. So they must have made a yeah. half mile trench. Oh, like I was very, saying, like the each set was different. Yeah. Like there wasn't just, a, it wasn't the same town. It wasn't the same trench. Like, right, but they had to make a half area. mile of very detailed World War One trench. Yeah. I mean, you can say, I mean, I, I was watching the trenches where we were going down and watching all the little weird details on it and stuff, and it looks so lived in, but so real. and Freaking so, artists. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, watch out for that. That's a dead body. All right. So, yeah. It's, uh, yeah. Actually, is fucking art. I mean, there were. I mean, it's also a very beautiful movie. There's the. No, the I, I, I mean, yeah. it's one of those movies where you can take any any frame out of the movie and it's a painting. Oh gosh, yeah. you don't have to tell me. I mean, like yeah. uh, you know, somebody that was in photography for such a long time. There are times where I get lost in just the cinematography of the movie, and mm-hmm. I forget to start, you know, watching the actual story unfold, anticipating <laughs> the script. Yeah, like you do. I do sometimes, yeah. yeah. I saw that coming. Speaking of beauty and war, LVO is this weekend at Bally's, the oh big my Warhammer oh my tournament, goodness. both fantasy and 40K. How dare you question the Emperor? Plus Blood Bowl, plus Malifaux, plus X-Wing, plus... I, I don't think they do Star Trek anymore. I think that one's fallen out of favor. But that's all there. I have Star Wars Legion. That's the Star Wars Warhammer. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to check out the Blood Bowl area and then the 40K and maybe some Malifaux. I don't know. I haven't decided yet. Malifaux um, kind of broke itself. Because the whole shipping thing? Yeah. Or, okay. Yeah, it's, there's still an issue. I'm sure Malifaux is going to be there. Is this because they gave Dobby the sock? Yes. Okay. No. What are you talking about? <laughs> no, the two main characters, people have been shipping them as dating, um, and so it, it just kind of fell apart gotcha. because everyone's well, in love. The Orange Goblin in China were having issues. So Malifaux was kind of this weird Western... <laughs> I pictured an Orange Goblin in China, and I was like, wow, I missed that part of Malifaux. Sorry, Todd. If, if you're not familiar, Malifaux is this weird Western Cthulhu-esque horror... Uh, skirmish game, which means you only have a few miniatures on the table at any given French time. French company, isn't it? Isn't it? Uh, uh, yes, weird. They W-Y-R-D. are W-Y-R-D. And it's instead of using dice, it uses a deck of cards to figure out battles and movement and so on. And their figs are amazing. Yeah, some of my favorite miniatures of incredible sculpts. gaming. Incredible sculpts. Uh, they created a new edition this last summer, uh, but due to the Chinese tariff issue. They couldn't bring back Bobby Brown. What? 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 What, 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 what was that? Andy? That was a pretty good Andy. What was that? Something bibbity bobbity boo? What? <laughs> Jeff got so damn excited at his show. Oh, God, he was. Like, you see him grinning. He was like, 
He's like this guy. I can't hold it. I know, I know. So now we understand what happens to you. Yeah. A window I've, into Andy. I've explained this. I get excited and start you know, The funniest thing is like, it's like as soon as it came out of my mouth, I realized I mumbled the hell. I couldn't even go. And I'm like, here come the Andy jokes. And before the thought was even finished. <laughs> oh, yeah. I said it was, it was too expensive. They couldn't bring back Bobby Brown. <laughs> Well, bring back your, Bobby Brown. In your defense, is, is a that's, a, that's kind of a tough one to say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if they could bring back Bobby Brown, would they bring back Bobby Brown if they could bring back Bobby Brown? Wow. I don't get to do very many new edition jokes. No. Kind of <laughs> 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 well, jeez. Neither does new editions. <laughs> you gave me an opening to do a bibbity bobbity boo joke, which I'm amazed I got. No, in. no, no, Andy. No one gave you an opening. <laughs> no one ever gives you an opening. <laughs> You'd be surprised. He just takes the opening. Yeah. So we will both be there. We'll both be there. So Anybody uh, else? So Malifaux Malifo fell apart, and <clears throat> there are still people who play it in the new edition if they were lucky enough to get a rule book. But most stores got like two. Wow. wow. Yeah. So, and most stores had pre orders for those things. And, uh, War, ga- uh, War Room Games just gave up on it. They're like, is it this so not the coming? Next, the next store auction, that'll be like a hot item, huh? Uh, yeah. If one shows up. Frankly, I wouldn't be surprised. In fact, the next store auction is going to be bum, 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 toward the end of February. I think it's the 27th, Sunday, the 27th of Ooh, February. Write that down. I've already asked for a vacation day wow. from work <laughs> for that. So, um,. <laughs> So yes, this weekend LVO. So is it is it just during the day, or they have stuff going at night, or because I, I showed up last time on Sunday and it was kind of wrapping up at the end of the evening, obviously. But is, on Friday and Saturday, is it go into the evening? Saturday, especially, it goes to the evening. Friday, it goes into the evening. Mostly, those are just game tournaments, though. The floor area where you can buy stuff that closes around five o'clock, okay. and all the smaller games end around that time as well. So games that have maybe. Eight to twelve tables versus Warhammer, which has like sixty to seventy tables. Mm-hmm. That's right. Now uh, the Warhammer games, you, the both Sigmar and Forty K, those go into the evening. Cool. You yeah. said the twenty seventh. That's a Thursday. So you mean the 29th? Yes, I meant the 29th. Oh right. wow! <laughs> which whichever whichever uh, end of February Sunday, or it could sure. be the one before. Either way, it's a it's a Sunday at the end of February. <laughs> Sunday end of February. At a uh, casino uh, near you. And the uh, Geek Shock Book Club, we are reading The uh, Last Wish by Andre Sepkowski. Sure. Did I nail it this time? Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and we're also taking nominations for the February book. There's already a lot of really good ones, so good Uh-oh. job nominating people. Oh. I want to read any one of those you've done thus Nominators. far. Except for oh. Just Michael, who suggested we read Dracula. <laughs> Again? Didn't loving it? <laughs> no. So, <laughs> when, when, and I, you know what? And then he posts a whole bunch of pictures of the castle that he went to <laughs> on there. So really, yeah. it was it was just Michael flexing. Yeah. Yeah. Like I've been to the place where this was written about. Observe. Let's read of my adventure. I've, I've been I, to Rickenbach Falls, so let's start reading some some uh, Sherlock Holmes. Let's not. Right. I'm I'm so dumb with Sherlock. You know what? The there's few books for the book club that I have not read. In fact, I can only think of one book for the book club that I did not read, and that was the one we did in December. 
And that was in that uh, Neil Gaiman joint. And that's the uh, A Study in Emerald. Right. Oh, yeah. And I think I've come to the conclusion that I just don't care for Sherlock Holmes in any form. Interesting. Um, I thought you were going to say one of my you don't favorite care characters. I know, man, and, and for many. A lot of people love him. Absolutely. I just don't think it speaks to me. Some of the books are really <clears throat> difficult reads. I'm, I'm, not even ta- in, I'm, not, I'm not even talking the, the books themselves. <clears throat> I have read so many things based on the sure. books. Uh, like we, we did a Warlock Holmes a while back. That was kind of fun, but even that was kind of a slog for me. I just don't think I like the uh, the format of Sherlock Holmes. Well, I mean, and then even the like the actual Conan Doyle books are difficult reads in that there's a lot of nothing going on, and if well, you they're, do, they're certainly difficult to adapt because of yes, that. exactly. I mean, there, there's a lot they cut out, and and quite frankly, when you start reading a lot of the the Doyle descriptions of Sherlock Holmes, you start realizing he's not a very likable character. He's a dick. He is. I mean, that's that's why the Benedict Cumberbatch and, uh, and the uh, Martin, the uh, Robert Downey Jr. versions of were so fun. Yeah. Because they actually caught the, how unpleasant he can be. Yeah. But I mean, even beyond that, like, you know, the drug use and the, you know the lack of hygiene and mm-hmm. like all these things that you you start wait into this wait 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 and... wait wait lack of hygiene oh yeah, yeah, you... yeah. <laughs> but like that yeah because that's something they talk about in the book like um, <laughs> um, I'm trying to remember which one it is but they talk about like he was so engrossed in this investigation that he became gross he was yeah <laughs> it, he went days until um, uh, Watson came in. <laughs> to, My good heavens, Holmes! And, and I kinda, for you to take a shower. Kind of shook him out of his focus, and he was, and yeah, he hadn't bathed in in oh wow like weeks or something like that. Good, so, yeah. and that was after days of investigating. Mm. So I mean, yeah, there's there's a lot of little things that make the character unlikable. I mean, yeah, yeah he's the Brits the and their misanthropic yeah. heroes, mm. Bond and Holmes. Yep, it's just like oh well, yeah, was, Bond's another one. Yeah, yeah. Was, uh, in the books, he's not. You know, you could attest to this. He's not a very likable character in the books at all. Bond? Yeah, James not Bond. Really, no. Yeah, it, it's funny. I think it was Grant Morrison when he was doing slapping some, women across some, the face. Or sometimes, what? yeah. Uh, yeah like, <laughs> actually, you think the movies are extreme. Some of the uh, stuff he does in the books. Actually, actually, I, I go the opposite with that. I think that the the misogyny stuff is a little more pronounced in the movies. You do. The thing of, yeah, Grant Morrison made a great point. I was saying a lot of people when they focus on Bond's misogyny, they tend to forget. He's a misanthrope. He didn't yeah. like anybody. That's so true. yeah, he treats women poorly, but he treats everybody everyone poorly because he just hates everyone. But actually, I don't think the misogyny is as bad in the books. That was one of the things. It it's there. Yeah. Um, like uh, I forget if it's yeah no it's awful dude mm-hmm. it's awful. Andy's trying out a new soda and boy. Is oak? Oh orange, my God! Orange vanilla. This, this the, is getting passed around. The regular around. orange vanilla Coke is pretty good. I can't speak to the zero. No, the zero. Hated it. The zero. <laughs> it's orange vanilla. So you're hoping for um, a creamsicle type thing to happen, and it doesn't. You're right. Yep. It, it works for the Coke. It doesn't work for zero. Yeah, it's kind of odd. But uh, in uh, I think Spy Who Loved Me or Russia with Love wanna. One of the Russian agents who loves him stories in the books, actually, uh, actually, he it, it's funny because in the next book, she isn't even mentioned. 
and it, it that was actually kind of weird because in most of the Bond books, in the next book, Fleming actually goes through the trouble to explain how Bond is no longer with the woman in the previous one. Mm. Mm. And in fact, there are funny scenes where M will actually actually have when they're going off on an adventure and a female agent's involved and will be like and try not to fall in love this time bond and he means fall in love like bond actually falls for women and then gets totally fucked up when everything goes south um dr no the ursula andrus character is actually like a 19 year old girl whose parents were killed by the bad guy bond totally takes a paternal caring uh, a position with her. There's no seduction. There's no kissing scene. She doesn't even fall for him. It's like he takes care of her because she's this girl who's left out on her own. Until one day, oh, Jamaica. you tripped and fell and fell on my penis. Forgiving <laughs> 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 right. country. Whoops. <laughs> yeah. No, and it was, it was really... You did not see that it one. It <laughs> was really funny reading the book because I'm waiting for the, oh my God, he's gonna, he's gonna get it on with a 19-year-old. Yikes! You were waiting for the it. Scene. I was waiting for it. Never happened. It, I don't he think totally he said yikes. Though, yeah, <laughs> when he was reading it. He was probably like, oh yeah. Well, no, because oh, yeah. Fleming played up the sort of vulnerable aspect to her, hmm. and it was funny in the movie Hollywood. She's a little older, and it's totally banging time. Hmm. So it was. It was <clears throat> so there's some there's weirdness about Bond anyway as we get totally off the fucking subject. Right. There's weirdness about Bond anyway cuz Hollywood I think actually contributes to a lot of the uh you know what is so wrong about Bond that I mean you know, yeah the the Hollywood version they definitely took a lot of his idiosyncrasies and magnified them. Yeah. They made extreme they made to the, it to the extreme, well they yeah. made it sexy and what yeah. have you but it it's 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 interesting, but anyway, Brits and their misanthropic heroes. Yep. No one can save the country like somebody who hates all yeah. human beings. Misogyny mm. is swallowed. Yeah, really. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so uh, well, if women didn't date assholes, you know, we wouldn't have this problem. Yeah, that's another conversation. <laughs> <laughs> so the uh, couple For right of, now, we, we, a week uh, or so ago, <laughs> when I went to shoot the uh, steampunk video, bang yes. bang, <clears throat> I went digging through my storage unit. Uh, looking, trying to find my weird creature jars. Okay, you know, my, my little alien creatures. I'm you know, hoping we can do a little, put them in the background or something. And uh, as I was digging through, I discovered that uh, in oh, actuality, God. you guys didn't destroy the pony. You gave it to me. Oh, oh no, God! <laughs> it exists. Get that away from me! <laughs> Holy shit! You need to. Andy just threw the cum <laughs> pony on the. Table. You need to throw that away. Like, oh no, never. As is, like don't don't even like don't even try to save the jar. Just throw the whole oh, thing that out. Poor sanitation worker finds that. <laughs> what <laughs> on earth? Okay, it's it's. Oh, touch my phone. No, it's now a a very dark, almost purplish brown color. Yeah, it's it's all the dye from the uh, the tail that yeah. is soaked yes, into that's the, exactly what's the going shampoo. On. Yes. Uh, okay. So what we're looking at here is a My Little Pony in a jar that is bathed in a pool of of shampoo. Shampoo. I want to make sure that that's yes. very very clear that the intention was to recreate the awful radiation pony yes. that we discussed shows ago well, that I mean, made everybody it, angry. It's, it's a clever. It's a careful mix of shampoo and a few drops of creamer to give it that slight opacity and pearlescence. 
Oh. I like how Andy has the precise uh, formula. <laughs> Only a true artiste. Well, when I was working on the, oh yes, when I was working on the jarred creatures, I had a whole uh, uh, palette of doors. Oh. Is that a euphemism? Yes. Oh. I'm going to go upstairs and work on the jarred creatures. You know, it's funny though, Kirsten. Uh, when I used to work Wait on to films, palette. we had a whole book of recipes that were for recreating bodily fluids. Oh, I can't wait to see where this for <laughs> for movie sets. Oh, okay. You know, I'm, I'll let you use I your you imagination. I thought you talking about on. the restaurant you were working at. No, 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 no. <laughs> now, back in Would you like school. a glaze over this cupcake? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you name the bodily fluid, oh, you could probably find the recipe for it in this book. discounted the fucking cupcakes? Nobody can hear you, Kirsten. <laughs> oh, I can't. I can't. No more discounts on the cupcakes. I'm out of glaze. Uh, I'm so out of glaze. <laughs> I'm tired. Mr. Chow's special glaze cupcakes. <laughs> Who done style? I'm, I'm so I'm so glad you still have it, Andy, and don't have it anymore, please. <laughs> oh, yes, throw it away. Throw it away. Oh no. Yes. <laughs> Coming uh, back to a geek shock near you, I'm sure. Um, thanks another ten years. I still got it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's all drink from it. No. <laughs> as, as he's running around without his pants, still got it. <laughs> we're, we're all gonna be in a retirement home someday, and Andy's goes. I found. <laughs> I oh no! Get it, get it right, Jeff. Yeah. Boop. <laughs> I, keep, I keep my teeth in it now. Why do you still have that, Andy? <laughs> I don't care. Throw it away. Boop. <laughs> I don't care how much it means to you. Oh. All right. Let's. Uh, anything else, guys? Because we gotta get to some. Uh, last two quick things. Uh, got to watch the end of Crisis on Infinite Earths. We're, uh, on I, I know there's some big uh, crazy yes. things that happened. There are some crazy things that happened. It was. It was. I. I was very happy with the way they ended the series uh, or that that crossover event. So, um, I. You know, it's. I don't know how much of a spoiler it is right now because it's all over like YouTube and but I mean uh, specifics would be spoiler, but I think the whole general aspect of uh, yeah, cameos the, Ber- that- the, the Berlanti verse is part of the DCU. Yep, I think absolutely. that's the best way of putting it. That is the best way of putting it. Yeah, with the the different cameos that may you know were done in the move in the in the crossover, it was awesome. Fantastic. Uh, so definitely very happy with the Good end job, result. DC. And then the other thing was I also got to see uh, Bad Boys for Life, which for a non-Michael Bay film was really Michael Bay-esque, but still had a good story to it. Oh, okay. So, yeah. So, I, not not Michael Bay who directed this one, then? He produced it, but he did oh, not okay. direct it. So, it's not the Bayest Bay film ever? It is not the Bayest Bay film ever. That is... Uh, Six Underground. Six Underground. Yes, correct. The Bayest of Bays. So, yeah, that's all I got. You finished that, right, Andy? Uh, I did. Um, it's a fun film. It's fun. I watch it, and I, I, weirdly, I watch it in pieces. I watch it a half hour at a time, and I think that's probably the wrong way to watch it. Yeah, you <clears> really <throat> need to watch it all the way well, through. Well, most movies, that's the wrong way to watch. <laughs> <laughs> okay, just you almost killed Kay one. with that one, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> he almost did a spit take on you. He, he would have, except he carefully held the cup in front of him and drooled into it, I yeah. believe. <laughs> that and also that soda, I think, ruined this cup. You need to get a new cup. <laughs> All right, let's do some news you don't give a shit about. <laughs> Come Jarponi, okay? All I heard was Come Jarponi, okay. 
which might be which might be the name Japanese which is my Japanese translation which is my OK Go cover band there you go come draw pony OK go oh yes that is totally an anime. Go! Tune in next week. We'll be in final form. Will Andy beat the pony? Come draw pony. Real okay. He'll beat it, but not the way you think. Oh. Power level 9,000. <laughs> Kirsten, our kid, what's his power level? Meow, meow, meow. <laughs> Into Over 9,000. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Bonus round. News don't give a shit about <laughs> Peacock. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's a hell of a thing to start with after that conversation. <laughs> You're lying. That's not there. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Peacock, NBC Universal's new streaming Say it again. We didn't get it the first time. You got to say NBC. 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 Bring Bobby Van Brack. Peacock, NBC Universal's new streaming service, has dumped a bunch of news. The platform unveiled a two-tiered pricing model that starts with Peacock Free. I didn't write it. They wrote it. Uh, that's awesome. <laughs> Peacock free. <laughs> wah, 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 wah. It's an ad-based, no-cost tier that, according to NBC Universal, opens up 7,500 hours of base programming to all subscribers. The platform rolls out starting April 15th for Comcast Xfinity X1 and Flex customers followed by a nationwide debut for all subscribers beginning July 15th. Quote, Peacock Free includes next-day access to current seasons of freshman broadcast series, complete classic series, popular movies, curated daily news, and sports programming, including the Olympics, sports, 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 Spanish language content, select episodes of marquee Peacock Originals, and tentpole series, as well as curated Peacock streaming genre channels. There's, there's tentpoles on the Peacock? Such as SNL Vault, Family Movie Nights, and Olympic Profiles, unquote. I would like to make Peacock free my alternate uh, safe word. Your alternate what? Safe word. Ah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that's both Queeby and Andy, Peacock Free. Peacock free. Andy, that's <laughs> just a, in case. That's an awful lot. Peacock. <laughs> He's dead already. <laughs> yeah, maybe they're sticking with Squeebie. You're right. Uh, stepping up a notch uh, will net you access to originally scripted series. That's the Peacock Premium tier that will come bundled free of charge for Comcast and Cox cable subscribers and cost $4.99 a month for everyone else. Peacock is on Cox? Yes. Wow. Not Peacock Free, just Peacock Premium. Mm. Peacock Premium Cox. Peacock Pre. This supported option. Oh, the, oh, this ad supported option. So the one you're paying for still has ads. Uh, will additionally include. We're going back. We're going back. Oh, will include full season God. Peacock originals and tentpole series. Next day, access to current seasons of returning broadcast series. Early access to late night talk shows. You know how much you wanted that. 
and additional sports such as Premier League, totaling more than 15,000 hours of content, unquote. Yocho. <laughs> Yo-ho. There's Yo. also a completely ad-free tier available at the cost of $5 more per month for those premium customers or ten or $9.99 if you're anybody else. They revealed a new platform-exclusive series called, okay, this, this is interesting, The Adventure Zone. Uh, it's a Dungeons & Dragons-inspired comedy based on McElroy Family's Dungeons & Dragons podcast and the New York Times best-selling graphic novel series. This was suggested for the book club at one point. Uh, the Adventure Zone, uh, according to The Hollywood Reporter, is pitched as a side-splitting and heart-filled fantasy animated comedy series that follows an unlikely poorly equipped trio and their beleaguered dungeon master as they reluctantly embark on a quest to save their world, unquote. Orphan Black writer Adam Higgs reportedly will serve as executive producer and writer. No details yet on casting or premiere date. Uh, biggest of all is the previously... Oh, you said Orphan Black writer. Yes. Oh, I heard just Black writer. I was like, what the hell was I wasn't sure about? what you said either, so okay. okay. I got you Orphan now. Black. Okay. Orphan and here I was commending you for being so woke. <laughs> <laughs> biggest of all is the previously announced Battlestar Galactica series... This one led by Mr. Robot creator Sam Esmail. That's a move worthy of Andy, Matt. <laughs> the new series. I, I re- missed it. What kind of spill did I miss that I didn't involve? It came out of the cup. <laughs> oh. Well, that's what happens when you spill it. It comes out of the cup. No, 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 no. no, no. Listen. <laughs> Listen. Spill expert Andy Taylor weighs in on a question a lot of people have been asking. I want to be on some news show. Yeah, he's going to be like, he's like, so this isn't really a spill. Andy Taylor, spill expert. (laughs) No, uh, 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 to punctuate his joke, uh, Matt actually pounded the table and bits of my soda out of my cup onto the table, which was wonderfully Andy-esque. It geysered on you? Uh, it didn't geyser on anybody. So Thus, it was Andy-esque, yeah. not Andy-ish. Uh, it yeah. eggplanted him. It wanted to be Andy-ish, but it failed. <laughs> it was almost Andy-ish. Yeah. It's, an almost Andy- <laughs> it's an almost Andy-ish story. I would be afraid for Andy to be a spill commentator because he'd probably bring out the... You know the telestrator and be like, so see, this isn't really a spill because you, you can see here the droplets go down the side and they don't really get on anything. I'm pretty sure he's drawing a giant yeah, cock and balls exactly. with exactly that's ejaculating. <laughs> I'm just tra- drawing a polyp on the back of a hurricane. <laughs> Peacock. <laughs> Peacock pre. You're in a safe zone, okay? <laughs> the new, <laughs> the new Battlestar Galactica series reportedly will offer a fresh new take on the franchise. Rather than rebooting the critically acclaimed Ron Moore version of the mid-2000s or the original Glenn Larson version from the 70s, Peacock will also arrive with previously announced platform exclusives. The uh, Dr. Death true crime drama starring Alec Baldwin and Christian Slater, a new adaptation of Aldous Huxley's Brave New World starring Demi Moore. Uh, The mystery series One of Us is Lying. Uh... A limited series Angeline and the new Rutherford Falls comedy from the Good Place creator Mike Shore. And lastly, the service will become the streaming home of all NBC's owned things 30 Rock, Bates Motel, Brooklyn Nine Nine, Shears, uh, Covert Affairs, Downtown Abbey. Everybody loves Raymond, Frazier. Downtown, downtown Abbey. Abbey. <laughs> oh, please tell me they're doing a Downtown Abbey. That's right. She's, I wanna... she's a girl from the hood can... who teaches the English folk what the world is really like. Where'd that other W come from? 
<laughs> Yo, man, well, I'm but downtown, what about Abby. What about Cosmic Raymond? House, Keeping <laughs> Up with the Kardashians, King of Queens, Married with Children, Monk, The Office, Parks and Recreation. King of Queens? Yeah. Parenthood, people want, people They think people want to watch King of Queens in this day and age? <laughs> Saturday Ooh, Night gonna, Live, Superstore. Netflix right there, Parks and Recs and The Office. And The Office. That oh is really the, the big one in there. That is, yeah. Oh, no. So all they have is what, Friends and left? And that's not even funny. That's and that's funny. NBC. When is that going to Peacock's pre? Well, no, but Friends isn't, uh, Friends is Warner Brothers. It's not Universal. So, they, oh, so when does well, Warner Brothers have a uh, streaming service called Warner Brothers? Yeah, Plus. they've got something in the works. Of course they do. Everybody. Well, it's, Warner Brothers is the AT&T. Um, Thanks a lot, Major Meh. TV Now or whatever the fuck it's called. Queeby. I think there's only one way. I said Queeby. I, I think there's only one way. Respect the Queeby. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, Andy. Your new safe word. Peek, peacock. Pe- 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 no, you, uh, you sold me. You sold me. I'm sticking to Queeby. <laughs> that was I just, just want to see the dominatrix. Beating the shit out of Andy as he's like, peek, peek up. Bam, bam. That also sound like... In the jar, Andy. It's also, <laughs> it's also sounds way too much of a request. So no, well, you're right. We're sticking with Queeby. <laughs> Take that, sparkle man. <laughs> Not so sparkly now, are you? More glistening. <laughs> oh. <laughs> wow. Uh. And we haven't even been drinking. Uh. <laughs> Speak for I know, yourself. There's something in the water, man. There's something in the water. Speak for yourself. I had my first old fashioned. I'm not tonight. even drinking oh, any water. <clears throat> yeah, he literally had his first old fashioned tonight. Oh, congratulations. You yeah. you fixed old fashions for like a couple geek shocks, and apparently he never had one. Oh, well. Yeah. What'd you think? I liked it. Good. Good. Yeah. It's a solid drink. Yeah. I think the only way I could go for Pequok. A Pequok? Pequok. Pequok. Isn't, isn't that... And the, there's really only one. Isn't like, that the harpooner in yeah, Moby like. Dick? Pequok? <laughs> oh, no. It's the name of the ship. It's a Pequok. <laughs> Pequok. <laughs> Pequok. <Pequak. laughs> oh, yeah. That's great. Pequok. <laughs> Me and Pequok. Is if in their Saturday Night Live vault, <laughs> they have all episodes... Completely unedited. Yeah, that's not going to happen. Nope, so I'm not interested. I, I want all the original SNLs, the weird ones, the yeah, the Rocket Days. The, mm-hmm. right. I went digging through it. It was really hard to find the clip of... Um, Joan uh, Cusack Days. Wow. Um, the clip of, uh, um, of uh, um, Buck Henry getting hit by the sword. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I assume you found it? I did, but it was like, it, it, and, and I couldn't find it like the next day. Oh. Yeah. They were like, someone watch this, take it off. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. shit. <clears throat> News you don't give a shit about? Pequok. Amazon Studios' The Dark Tower series, based on the novels of Stephen King, will not be moving forward. Oh. Amazon passed on the pilot from Walking Dead's Glenn Mazzara for not living up to the standards currently being set by other big-budget fantasy series like Lord of the Rings and Wheel of Time. Mazzara said is said to be shopping the two scripts, which compromised the pilot episode to other outlets. The Dark Tower was slated to be a 13-episode season. Compromised or comprised? Comprised. Okay. And would, <laughs> would stand alone from the 2017th film. 
While there wasn't a ton of information released about the cast, we were treated to some announcements over the past few years. English actor Sam Strike from Night Flyers and Timeless was set to play to Shane and Michael Rooker from Guardians of the Galaxy in an unnamed, unconfirmed role. And Jas- uh, Jesper yeah, was set to star in Ro- as Roland's nemesis, now, the Man in Black. And and that's a Finnish name, folks. So before you go getting all Todd is racist, he's making fun of blonde people. Yeah, that's everyone gets it. <laughs> I've heard that about the Finns. Oh God. Uh, so yeah, kind of sad that's not happening. But if it wasn't all that, that pr- quality, then that is a curse, goddamn. Uh, oh yeah, thing. I think we will get it one day, but I don't think we'll see it for another twenty years. It's possible. <laughs> oh wow, that's uh, thank you, thank you for putting the mic by that. I appreciate Horn of Gondor. Okay, Jesus. Ba 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 ba. so funny. Matt put down the mic and he leaned away from it like, ah, oh, I'm gonna be really slick here. <laughs> So I just moved my mic by his face. Appreciate it. Yeah, you're, no on, problem. you're on it, okay? You're on I'm it. on it. I'm bringing the funny. Oh, God. This you don't give a shit about. Yeah. Yeah. HBO Max unleashed a bunch of information That's about right, the shows <laughs> from its. So we got HBO Go, you got to pay for. HBO Premium Cable Service. HBO Max, you got to pay even more for. When will they fucking learn? When they put out when Jeff them. stops <coughs> fucking canceling his No, sh- when the money stops rolling in, that's when they'll learn. That's right. That's right. <coughs> Don't worry, it will. Dude, this 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 balkanization thing, it's got like five years. Kirsten prediction right here. Five years. By twenty twenty four, you're gonna start seeing, okay, pay thirty bucks a month and we'll give you and it'll be HBO's and the Warners and the Hooies and the Whatsies, you know, it'll it, they'll start packaging. Because all this balkanization, it's not going to work. Eventually, people or the jump around model is not going to work. The only way that can work is if the big conglomerates put out like oh, five yeah. or six streams, no. counting on somebody. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, <clears throat> no, not put out like Andy. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> the, the, you say it like it's a bad thing. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, they have like five or six streams, and people jump from each stream, so it's like. They've got that person, even though it might change which particular stream channel it comes from. But I'm telling you right now, they'll start bundling because this whole, you know, five to ten dollars per thing, it's just it's just not going to work. It's too crazy. It'll happen. I mean, you know, you'll probably be bitter about something anyway, but it'll happen. (laughs) So HBO Max revealed Aquaman, King of Atlantis. A three-installment miniseries executive produced by James Wan and uh, featuring iconic characters from his 2018 blockbuster movie as well as the DC comic books. Produced by Warner Brothers Animation, Aquaman King of Atlantis ah. begins with Aquaman's first day on the job as King of Atlantis and he's got a lot of catching up to do, unquote. Oh, no. <laughs> HBO Max teased in a press release. Luckily, he has his two royal advisors oh, to back God. him up. Flounder and Skull. <laughs> yes! Yes! This is the worst press release. They're totally fucking... I don't know what they're doing, but they're making it sound like Andy just fucking hit it. Oh, my... His first day on the job as king? Oh, my God. 
Victor Courtright behind Thundercats Roar and Mary Halpern Grazer behind Batman vs. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles will serve as showrunners and co-executive producers of the miniseries. Sarah Aubrey, head of the original content at HBO Max, shared a small update on the upcoming Green Lantern series from DC mastermind Greg Berlanti. The platform-exclusive show, quote, will span several decades and focus on origin stories of two Green Lanterns on Earth, she said, while also teasing the appearance of disgraced Green Lantern Corps villain Sinestro. Uh, Raised by Wolves, Woodley Scott's turn toward directing for the small screen also got a slight update. Raised by Wolves is the name of the show. No. Raised by Wolves is a new show by Ridley Scott. It's a new thing. Okay. Okay. There was a break there. There was a break. Okay. Yes. Aquaman. Raised by Wolves. <laughs> well, that would, be, that, would, that would make his first day on the job really oh difficult. God. Yeah, then again, I'd watch that fucking series right off. Aquaman Raised by Wolves. <laughs> Wait, get out the, get out the, uh, the, the, we need the, we need the uh, cards here. We need to write that down on the uh, um, Cards Against Humanity. <laughs> Aquaman Raised by Wolves. Oh, God. Yeah, that is good. Uh, Riley touched on the future of a bunch of media platforms that under the Warna Media umbrella. Warna Media? War, that's, that was my, uh, my New York version of it. Warner Warner media. Me- <laughs> Warner media umbrella may jostle for attention as HBO Max enters the fray alongside Warner Media stablemates like DC Universe and Boomerang Animation Network. As it enters its second year, DC Universe is, quote, evolving right now. <laughs> Said Riley. Yeah. Quote, it's a deep fan experience. We plan to keep going for now. Deep fan. We have to figure out uh, the two subscriptions, HBO Max and DC Universe. We hope to honor the fans. I hope we handle it delicately. Unquote. So it's not doing too well, is it? That's by the sounds of it. Perfect. Mm. It's already started. It mm. has begun. Mm. Excellent. Mm. H- Anyone? HBO Max doesn't have a hard premiere date, but they're saying it should be sometime spring 2020. Okay. Yeah, I'm sorry, you're saying. No, I gave up. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I lost interest before I even started saying this <laughs> question. <laughs> All right. Uh, Weekend Geek? Yay! Woo-hoo! All right, now for stuff. Was that we- a lot of news you don't give a shit, or was I just it, particularly pained this time? It was just really long. Okay. A re- well, lot, there was lot a lot of, of things. A lot of editing, a lot of side commenting, you know, and... And a lot of paragraphs. Todd had to... Comprise on a lot of the yeah information. There's a lot of comprising. For yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when you listen to the show, you'll see how hard that sentence was. Oh, when you said, I think he he <laughs> knew how hard it was when he said it. Yeah. <laughs> no, how hard it was to understand. I'm like, wait, what the? Oh, got it. <laughs> yeah, it's. Hi, I'm Todd. I read Geek Shock. <laughs> Welcome, if this is your first time. <laughs> hey, just blame the goddamn writer. It's his fault. That fucker. That really. Thank I know. God. we got to stop using interns. Uh, this, the reason I said question mark on uh, Weekend Geek, because these skirt, kind of uh, that. Where skirts? do we put them? All right. Well, you, can, you can wish. Uh, uh, the calm good, that kilt. Skirts and dames. The good news <laughs> is Netflix... Uh-huh. Just got the rights to stream every major Studio Ghibli release. Yeah, okay. from Totoro to Princess Mononoke to that Ponyo. Okay, this is good news. What? What? what the bad news <laughs> is that if you're in North America or Japan, this news doesn't apply to you. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, that was well done, that, sir. You yeah. fucking cunt! <laughs> you magnificent <laughs> bastard! I salute you. <laughs> wow. 
Uh, Ghibli's homeland, <laughs> Japan, has its own rights details, and in North America, HBO Max has the only <laughs> license to the Ghibli catalog. But of course it does. Oh my god. So that announcement means literally everywhere else, from Europe to Australia, will have the uh, access to the Ghibli on their Netflix subscriptions. And they'll start rolling out from February through April, so Netflix is going to be provide subtitles in 28 languages, and there will be uh, dubs available in 20. Languages. Does that include Lapland? Most likely. Fuckers. <laughs> Goddamn laps. <laughs> so, they get everything. So, uh, congratulations, Australia. Yeah. That's all for you, Mandy. <laughs> Yay. Mandy, uh, You Serena, said the UK, enjoy. too, right? So, yes. the UK and Australia. Yeah, so Chris right? has got it, and yeah. Cow's got it. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. UK, we ain't. <laughs> <clears throat> UK? Okay. <laughs> no, he K. He is K. Uh, National Treasure 3 is in the works. Yeah. With a script from Bad Boys for Life writer Chris Bremner. Ah, well, okay. Crazy Cage. Jeff will tell you that's good. Uh, Nicholas Cage isn't mentioned in the Hollywood Reporter's quick hit report, but there's been no additional word from Disney about the third National Treasure movie since the story landed. I'll ask him next time I see him. Good man. Good man. Producer Nick Cage. Nick Cage. Think of way okay. back. No, I've, right. I've waited on him several times. Yeah, that's how he. He'll wait till he comes oh, back. Oh, he'll like, he'll love that. You just come walking over. Hey, you're gonna be a national treasure. <laughs> wow, can you imagine how flat that would fall if he's not doing it? I know he's like <laughs> they're doing a national treasure three, and Jeff's like exit stage left. Would you like fries? <laughs> <laughs> they're only thirty dollars. <laughs> half off. Half off, half off during it's fun 6. time. It's six fifty-five. Get that order in now. <laughs> Each, each one's a la carte. You can buy a single fry, single fry, single fry. <laughs> the, 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 uh, there are tis- I love Jeff's face. I love you said three times the place where I work in this episode now. No, so. Todd's going to have to work. It's not like it's a mystery oh. anymore. Wait, wait. He said it two other times? Yeah. You got to tell me where because I only caught show. one. Yeah. <laughs> beginning of the show yeah because i can't edit it out unless i know where they're at I, yeah <laughs> yeah no fine. he did it he uh, did it yeah he doesn't care i do care oh but bringing the funny but comedy my art first <laughs> we gotta stop the show and start over from scratch it's like, oh. <laughs> oh god anyway <laughs> a national treasure three <laughs> Producer Jerry Bruckheimer, who teamed with Bremner on the Sponsored just released by, no, never mind. Bad Boy for Life, is <laughs> reportedly. You see, I got that man just now. Is reportedly <laughs> slated to produce National Treasure Three, continuing his role as producer of the first two films. In the summer of 2018, John uh, Turtletop, the director of the first two films, said the next one will likely end up as a straight to streaming movie for what's since become Disney Plus. Straight to streaming. Huh? Yeah. So not to say that's what's going to happen, but the last time it was brought up, that was well, where it was planned to go. Maybe, uh, mm. I'm not I'm not sure I wouldn't mind. Ugh, I can't even talk now. I, I don't think I would mind if it went on Disney+. Plus. I mean, sure, I'd rather have it be a theatrical film. And Chances are if it goes to Disney+, Plus, it won't have you know, your that, buddy in it. That's what I'm thinking, too. Would he be in something that's straight to streaming? Well, I mean... Because believe it or not, the man is making movies that get released. Well, but what I'm saying, though, is with Disney+, Plus, it's not like any of the projects that are originals are without big-name stars. Uh, Like, uh, I was just going to go to the originals here. They've got... um, 
Willem Dafoe's in this thing called Togo. Really? Um, you've got um, Anna Kendrick in a movie that's a that's an exclusive. Yeah, but they bought um, they they own her now. They actually. <laughs> They, 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 yeah. they, they all, was, that was part of the mergers. They got Anna Kendrick. Yeah. All, all she could do is commercials and that. Well, Chris, Kristen, Kristen Bell is in uh, uh, one of the Disney Plus original movies. Well, okay. I mean, it, like, it, the it, list goes on, yeah, but, but that dude, just gives you an idea. Dude, except for Willem Dafoe. No, no offense to those guys. Except for Willem Dafoe. Uh-huh. It's not quite Nick Cage. I mean, you can, you can, we can joke all we want. The man is still doing it. He's still making movies, and he he actually right. his making, name is he's actually making three, he's making three or four directed video movies a year. Are they direct video? But of isn't them are. he also in some like Netflix original series right now, or is it? Uh, who I don't. Is it a series or is it a movie? It's a series, if I remember correctly. I'm gonna have to look that up. But yep. uh, well, then maybe he. Well, National Treasure though. That's that that it, that's like a movie franchise. Honestly, I think if you get the right combination of director writers etc which it sounds like they have that's brooke armor in charge you think he'll do it he'll do it i i i i just feel like based on that he will because you know not to be too harsh but the people that are producing the the direct-to-video movies that he's in right now are not the highest quality so i think if you dangled you know a good team of writers and producers in front of him i think he would agree to do it that's just what i'm gonna say that's just what I think. Hmm. Yeah, the writer-producer, Jerry Check. You just dingle it in front of him. He'll do it. Oh, yeah. No. It's not like Bruckheimer has any trouble getting people to jump on board his movies. Like, here's a check. Do you want to join me? Oh, yeah. Okay. And especially if he has projects that he wants to do. Yeah. I'll do National Treasure if I can do The Bad Lieutenant 3. Right. <laughs> Christopher Tolkien. Son of Lord of the Rings author J.R.R. Tolkien and curator of his father's legacy has died. He was 95 years old. Born in Leeds, UK on November 21st, 1924, Christopher Tolkien became one of the earliest audience members for The Hobbit as a child. During the Second World War, he joined the Royal Air Force and was stationed in South Africa. After the war, he finished his studies and became lecturer in Old and Middle English as well as Old Icelandic at the University of Oxford. After J.R.R. Tolkien's death in 1973, Christopher became executor of his father's literary estate and spent the bulk of his life curating, editing, and protecting his father's work. In 1977, Christopher collected and published The Similarian, a work work exploring the origins of Middle-earth that J.R.R. had intended to publish. And from 83 to 96, he compiled, edited, and published The History of Middle-earth a 12-volume series analyzing and exploring the fantasy world that his father created. And in 2017, he resigned as director of the Tolkien estate. What's well, sad. Right. Well, so hey. now that he's not there protecting the, uh, not protecting Tolkien's works, we can expect Hobbit babies? There you go. Perhaps. Yeah. yeah. It'll be now that Ralph Tolkien is in charge. Damn Ralph. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's when that the announcement happened for Lord of the Rings on Amazon. He's like, Amazon? Fuck, I'm out. That's when. <laughs> and then he was literally out. Yeah. Wouldn't that that would be something? Hobbit babies. Hobbit babies. Oh, how how yeah. how redundant is that already? <clears throat> I just What about second bottle? Yeah. <laughs> what about second titty? Oh, oh, well, you know, that's a Netflix yeah. version. Yeah, second titty. I like that. I like that. 
<laughs> You're not fooling anyone, man. That's our episode <laughs> name, guys. Second. <laughs> second Todd's looking at me like, I want no. to, but no. <laughs> Watch me not write that down. How <laughs> <laughs> about second titty? He has too much power. <laughs> uh, Steve Martin and Martin Short have developed a new untitled comedy series with This Is Us creator Dan Fogelman that was just picked up by Hulu. The half-hour project is based on an idea that Steve Martin, of Steve Martin's, involving three strangers who are obsessed with true crime. The series is set in New York City, and these three strangers, quote, suddenly find themselves wrapped up in a true crime of their own, unquote. Martin and Short will... That's <laughs> <laughs> how it goes. Yep. <laughs> Martin and Short will play two of the strangers, and the third is going to be played by a younger woman. It's explained that New York City is expected to be a big character in the show as well. Martin is writing with Grace and Frankie executive producer John Hoffman. Okay. So another reason that Hulu sounds good. Jesus. Cool. So among the projects Nicolas Cage has coming out is uh, Color Out of Space next week, apparently. That's come out next week? According to oh. IMDb. Jesus Christ, that snuck up. Yeah. Mm, that always always sounds good when they drop at the middle of January. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's January twentieth. It's not the middle. No, January, you're right. It's saying January twenty fourth, actually. Uh, see, that's the last uh, week of January. See, it's it's fine. Then. Yeah, they. There's nothing wrong with that <laughs> movie. Did you mean color out of space? Not you said Colorado out of space. No, I said color out of you space. You said Colorado. Well, it's we, we it, it, well, it, you have to interpret it. Months but, ago, yeah. he said Colorado out of space. Uh, January January 24th is Friday. Yes. Oh my God! Yes, 23rd. Friday the, the 24th. Yeah. Yes, LVO day. That's correct. Right? Yeah, for the emperor. That's right. The day before the 25th. Dream of man. Also for you. Uh, Star Trek folks, uh, they're doing 23rd. the captain's table at MF Millennium Fandom Bar Saturday. It's Friday, rather. Oh, be Is sure that for to show up. Picard? No, I won't. Uh, well, it's going to be just a bunch of oh, people in People dressed in their captain's the, outfits? Yeah. Get that 19 year old kid in his captain's outfit? Yeah. Well, because doesn't Picard drop on the 23rd, which I think is Thursday? I, I believe so. Does and uh, I, I don't think I can talk about this on the air. Um, <gasps> well, aren't you special? Yeah. I'll say it. I'll say it, and Todd can say it, and then maybe Todd, Todd will edit it. it. Oh God! Um, like I have enough to do. <laughs> <laughs> um, he, Alex is probably going to be screening uh, that that very show. Um, it's possible, but not promised. Right? Yeah. It's it's a rumor. It's a rumor. He might he might be screening it. Can he now do I that legally? <laughs> yeah, oh, fuzzy. I see what you're saying. Yeah. No, he, yeah. let's, he, let's, let's he just, won't do it. Yeah. No, nah, he's, he's a stand-up guy. That's not going to happen. We just, certainly won't be doing it on Tuesday nights. Yeah, it's no. just a rumor. I just said Andy says no. Yes. Ah, oh, Picard, all of a sudden, boom, section 31. <laughs> yeah. Who the fuck? Where the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> and as they put everyone up against the wall, the, the big chief turns to Andy and goes, thanks, Andy. You can go now. <laughs> Where's my 30 pieces of silver? Platinum. Gold press latinum. Yeah. Oh, well, silver yeah, latinum because you could have just said where my 30 pieces, 30 pieces of 30 pieces of latinum, you're right. That's better. Yeah, you could have, you could have. We, we need to we need to workshop. We need to workshop yes. this joke. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's you you need to make a few comprises. Take two. <laughs> 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 Todd will just cut all this out. It's yeah, not that big no, a deal. It's no problem. <laughs> no, but at this point, I'm too. Uh, I'm too lazy. I'm just too lazy. 
All right, Todd, edit here and start here. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Everything in between that got cut out. There you go. So is this a new welcome, folks, to... (laughs) Write to us, comments. comments Uh, Okay, uh, we got an email this week, a little different. And because of the nature of the email and how people feel about certain voices, we put it at the end. But this is a Cthulhu collector. He says, uh, "A bunch of whiny babies." I have That's a few questions it. for the new cast members. Okay. Uh, so for oh, where, where, where did uh, Andy, Andy go? Andy, <laughs> Andy's like shit on this. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, like I gotta go to the bathroom. He's so, going in the litter box right now. Yeah. So apparently, this is an impromptu new segment of Ask the Man Babies. So. <laughs> <laughs> Matt's like <laughs> holding his throat, going, "I don't think I can do this voice oh for very long." Do you need some? Do you need a few minutes in your trailer, Mister Marshall? If you, if you Jesus need, Christ, if, if you need something to kind of soothe the voice, there's a Coney Pumju. <laughs> <laughs> Bing back, Bobby Boo. Hour hour forty. Pony cum jar. Okay. I, oh yeah, I'll, I'll be okay. I'll be okay. You yeah. Sure. Yes. No. He's a professional. He'll he'll uh, power right. through. So, uh, man, babies. Um, Cthulhu collector asks, "What's yes, yeah. boy? Maybe yes, yeah, if you could possibly say it right, you pathetic little mouth organ." Oh, fuck Star us all. There you go. Go ahead. Like in Star Wars. Yeah. Started yeah. No, actually, go your email. You <laughs> opened the email. Yeah, I did. Uh, okay, man, babies. What is the best version of Dungeons and Dragons? I don't fucking know. Um, God keeps for fucking nerds. You stupid little babies in your mom's basement rolling dice and pushing little figurines around. Fuck them. I timed my bathroom break wrong. <laughs> Fifth edition. <laughs> I have to agree with my diaper wearing friend here. Fifth edition. <laughs> wow. He called me friend. I'm going to cry now. Yeah, Yeah, this is Uh, happening. All right, here's another question. Uh, Has the fact that more people are playing D&D ruined the game? Absolutely. Oh, yeah? It's much better where it was just us and uh, my mom's basement. It. Okay, so... More people, you have to have more rules. It explains everything because they're stupid. So you have to add, like, certain female characters? Yeah, yeah, you know... A female lead. Give it and, and then and you have to have character relationships. Fair Yo, right. everybody role plays. What, why, why are you role playing in a role playing game? <laughs> Fuckers. Oh, God. There's more questions. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Man, Pabius, which Star Trek captain is the best? I'll tell you which one's not the best. That, <laughs> that Voyager one. <laughs> Because it's a woman. Saw <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, that one coming a mile away. <laughs> so much here, Lightyear, Jeff. A Lightyear. It's like Twitter grew a voice box. Captain <laughs> Cook, he's a real man. Shall we play a game? everything. <laughs> yeah. Talk about second titty. Uh, there's one question left. <laughs> Fucking shit on my face! <laughs> wow, <laughs> Jesus, boy, well, did it go to Matt's head? 
<laughs> Stardom is not no, for him. Paparazzi, yeah, stay away. <laughs> He's ready to go Quentin Tarantino went, on him. No, he went oh, full Sean Penn yeah, right there. Yeah, that's true. Really? <laughs> All right. <laughs> Final question, I promise. <laughs> Are sharp edge dice or round edge dice better? You want the sharp edge dice. When Paulette throws him at Lewis, it'll hurt. <laughs> oh, shit. I have to agree with him. <laughs> it's funny seeing Paulette hit Lewis in the face with and it leaves a mark. Yeah, with anything, really. And, and also, Andy has round sided dice, and I don't like that. Because <laughs> Andy has it. <laughs> Makes take sense. Seems reasonable. Edge, take all your sharp edge dice and you put them on Andy's chair where he goes to the bathroom. Then he comes back and doesn't even notice. You're right, Cthulhu Collector. This was a, a great idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Until next time you ask, we'll be here. That's oh. right. Oh, great. Wait for second titty. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, that's not the only questions he's uh, asking. Oh, boy. <laughs> Okay. Uh, he's all, he's well. He's not asking man babies anymore. Oh fuck! I did. <laughs> you can just edit it way out. He's asking questions of the bard. Uh oh. Oh dear. So I have to ask these. Uh sure. Okay. Go ahead. Ask me anything. Good God, it's a bard. <laughs> all uh, right. I'm, I'm so glad you invited me all back. Right. I, I've been uh, waiting for so long to express uh, myself to everyone in the Geek Shock land. Oh, my God. Um, when oh, did you ever oh. stop expressing yourself? <laughs> hey, do not squelch an artist. I will blow this tube in your face. <laughs> oh, boy. Wow, that's what... No, never mind. <laughs> Matt hates it. <laughs> All right, Bard, what is your favorite musical? Oh, my. Aside from the one that I've been writing all these years. <laughs> oh, it's going to be a great. It's going to be like a mixture between Cats and the Fantastics and Peanut Butter. It's going to be great. I'm going to love it. But as far as existing musicals, I have to say it's probably uh, falsettos. It's got to be falsettos. Is that a real music? Oh, falsettos is a real thing. <laughs> it's it's about people more neurotic than me, uh, so I like it. It makes me feel better about myself. Oh, all right. Who would win in a fight, you or the bard from Mad Max Fury Road? Oh well, I don't. I'm not. I'm not really a fighter. I'm a lover. <laughs> but when it comes down to it, I'd like to think that we'd be friends, especially when I play my friendship song. You're my friend. You're my grand. This friend, he will have no he, he, exactly. You know how it goes. He will have no choice to fall under my charm. Cause I'm a very charming fella. Uh, can you sing us some lines from your favorite songs? I will sing my favorite song from Falsettos. No, it's a, it's a great musical. It starts with a great song called Four Jews in a Room Pitching." Four Jews in a room plot a crime. I'm bitching, he's bitching, she's bitching, we're bitching, bitch, 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 funny, 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 bitch, 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 all the time. That's that's uh that's my favorite song from that show. And we have a last entry here. Can you can you sing God of Thunder? Oh, I would never even attempt such a thing. That's that is artistic 
asswipe stuff. I don't do that. I do real art. Wow. Real he, art. To be fair, Gene Simmons doesn't even sing God of Thunder. <laughs> <laughs> Come back to me when you have an appreciation for the finer things. You got something about you. You got something. Oh, well, never mind. I enjoy this voice. Who invited can, can, the, can can the children? The, can I ask you the I don't baby sing questions? for children. God Thunder. It's like a roll. <laughs> See, it's, a, it's an affront to humanity. That's all that is. Uh-huh. That's because the spell you render is so, robbed you of your mortal so, soul. So which Star Trek captain is the best? I'll tell you which one's not. I, I'll tell you which <laughs> <laughs> It's not about which one's the best. It's the one you want to sing with. It's the one you want to sing to. And that's going to be Archer through and through. That man and his gams. He actually does have a great singing voice. Yes, he does. <laughs> yes, wow. he does. And good camps. Yeah, but Picard can play flute with you. He could, and I would if invite you know him at any moment. But I can't listen to him because he makes me cry. I'm very sensitive. Oh. Very, very sensitive. Oh. But I appreciate you inviting me. You can come find me in the music room at any given time, and I'll be writing my magnum opus, a song of Kay's warriorship. It's going to be glorious. Good luck writing fantastic cats. <laughs> uh, so that happened. Oh my god! All right. <laughs> yeah. No, no. Keep happened. those emails coming in, folks. <laughs> yeah. Please. <clears throat> and until next week, I am Master Torgo. Eighties Jeff. Commander K. Fact check, Dandy. Maple Leaf Matt. And we'll talk to you next week in Geek. My voice is shot. I bet. <laughs> I bet it's gone. Well, all that singing. What you goodness. get? Oh my goodness! Oh, performers. And, oh. <laughs>